Hello and welcome to the Proximo Weekly Podcast, your number one source for energy, infrastructure and project finance news, data and analysis. I'm your host, Naomi Wood, reporting to you from London and today is the 30th of August. Starting off this week in Europe with more details on Baywa's Siriloga Wind Farm Financing. Lead sponsor Baywa and Nishida closed a 57 million euro debt package to finance its 50.5 megawatt Serralonga onshore wind farm in Italy. NordLB is MLA, hedging provider and security and facility agent on the deal. Part of the loan has been refinanced by KFW. Currently, there are no plans to syndicate the loan. The debt has an 18-year tenure from the commercial operation date. The project is currently under construction and is scheduled to be operational by the end of Q1 2022. Once completed, the Fitz-backed Serralonga will consist of 11 Vestas V136 turbines and one Vestas V117 turbine. Baywa has worked with NordLB on several wind transactions in Italy in recent years. This includes the financing of three Italian wind farms in 2019. GOP and White and Case provided legal counsel to the lenders while Vinan acted for the lenders. Other advisors on the deal include Kiwa Moroni, Euro Transaction Solutions, KPMG, Deloitte and DNB. Goldbeck Public Partner has been awarded a 25-year PPP project to build and operate the primary and secondary school in Mechia-Strace in Nuremberg, Germany. Construction is scheduled to start in December 2021 with commissioning of the first construction plan planned for the end of 2023 and completion of the entire complex expected in 2025 or 2026. The new premises are designed to accommodate up to 1100 students and will incorporate geothermal and solar energy. Haleba is taking on the long-term financing. And now for the top stories in the Middle East and Africa. Indian solar developer Acme Group has signed a land agreement with Oman's Public Authority for Special Economic Zones and Free Zones to set up a $3.5 billion green green hydrogen and green ammonia facility in Oman. The plant will be located in the Special Economic Zone at Port of Dukum and is planned to produce 2,400 tonnes of green ammonia daily. The project also includes 3 gigawatts of solar and 500 megawatts of wind capacity to power the facility. Their export project is planned to be operational in 2022. In Pakistan, the Karachi Red Line Bus Rapid Transit project deal is signed. The project to construct the first transport system in Pakistan using biomethane produced from animal waste as the fuel resource moved a step closer after a deal was signed between Trans-Karachi officials and a construction firm. The Red Line Bus Rapid Transit will be funded by the Asian Development Bank along with the Sindh government, UN Green Climate Fund, Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank and Agency France de Development. Trans Karachi will execute the project. The project, which has been renamed as the Karachi Breeze Red Line project, is an approximately 29km corridor extending from Model Colony in Malir in the northeast of the port city to the Mazar and Jinnah Avenue in its southwest where it will intersect at Namash with the Green Line corridor that is currently under construction. The route will pass through 13 major intersections and a total of 24 bus stops will be located 
along it where entry and exit points will be provided. Ten overhead bridges and seven underpasses have also been included in the plan. The operational design is being drafted by the Exponent Engineering, while the detailed design is being devised by the McDonald Pakistan. North America, EQT Infrastructure, through its EQT Infrastructure IB Fund, has agreed to acquire global data centre provider EdgeConnect from an investor group led by Providence Equity Partners. EdgeConnect has developed and operates over 40 facilities in 33 markets across North America, Europe and South America. EQT plans to support the continued development of the company and actively assist in identifying new opportunities to grow in existing and new markets. EQT Infrastructure IV is expected to be 80-85% invested following the closing of the transaction in Q4 2021. Edge Connects was served by Evercore and Simpson Thatcher and Bartlett while EQT was advised by Goldman Sachs and Kirkland and Ellis. Battery Materials Company First Cobalt has secured a $45 million debt and brokered equity financing package for the construction of its refinery in Ontario. The financing consists of an offering of $37.5 million principal amount of 6.95% senior secured convertible notes due December 1st, 2026, led by Cantor Fitzgerald & Co and an overnight marketed public offering of common shares led by BMO Capital Markets for gross receipts of $9.5 million Canadian dollars. First cover said the note and equity offering would replace the debt financing process announced at the end of March, stating that the financing terms and covenants of the new financing were superior to the debt financing previously pursued. The proceeds of the finance would be used for capital expenditures associated with the expansion and recommissioning of the refinery, including buildings, equipment, infrastructure and other direct costs, as well as engineering and project management costs. The refinery, which would be North America's only cobalt sulfate refinery, would be commissioned in 2022. And in Latin America, the Sao Paulo state government has conducted a public hearing for its planned TIC EXO North Rail concession for passenger services linking Sao Paulo and Campinas. The state's first public hearing for the project was held virtually on 16th August, with bidding documents to be published in December this year and the project to be auctioned in November 2022. The scheme includes 101km intercity train express service a 65km inter-metropolitan train service serving eight municipalities and associated improvements to commuter rail line 7 Ruby in the Sao Paulo metropolitan region. The planned concession term for TIC XC Nort would be 30 years and the preliminary economic financial models suggest four income sources. These are public contribution consideration paid by the granting authority for the operation of both lines 7 Ruby and TMI services, TIC tariff revenues received directly by the concessionaire and accessory revenues. Modelling for the public-private partnership, PPP, scheme has been carried out with support from the Inter-American Development Bank. The total capex expected for the project has been revised up to 8.5 
1.7 billion real Brazilian dollars divided as follows. Acquisition of trains, 1.67 billion. Modernization of line seven, 2.15 billion. And new infrastructure, 4.75 billion. Operational costs over the lifetime of the concession are, are estimated at 4.7 billion real Brazilian dollars. Lima Airport Partnerships has signed a PPA with NG Energia Peru for the supply of 28.8 megawatts of renewable capacity for the Jorge Chavez International Airport. The contract will run until 2031 starting from September 2021 for the expansion project and from January 2022 for the existing main terminal. LAP has already started construction of the 1.2 billion airport expansion project that includes a new air terminal, a control tower and a second runway. The tower and runway are scheduled to be completed in Q4 of 2022, while the terminal is expected to be operational in 2025. And in other news, Proxmo Research has just launched its latest research report, Exploring Energy Storage Financing using a mixed methodology of 108 survey respondents and interview data collected from six consenting individuals, this report presents the latest market trends in energy storage project finance. This new report, sponsored by LADOS, is available to all listeners. Go to the research page on our website to request your free copy today. And that's all for our updates this week. If you are interested in more news and analysis, head over to our website www.proximoinfra.com. It's been a pleasure having you. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.